Hey there, this is Alana Terry, and you're listening to the Successful Writer Podcast. I'm glad you're here, and hope that it's been a really, really good week for you. I want to start off by giving everybody just sort of a spring update, what I've been up to with some of the marketing and some of the things going on at Successful Writer, and something that I think will be interesting to a lot of you is my husband is now going to start working with me on the business and leaving his full-time job, and I know that for some, writers not all for sure but for some writers that is a goal or at least something that you're holding on to as a possibility and so I want to tell you a little bit about that journey that we're on so this is something that Scott and I have considered a couple times going all the way back to when I first started writing and we got pretty close to trying it out around two or three years ago And what we realized at that point was that working together on the business was not ideal. It caused a lot of strain and friction. And there were some questions as to who kind of was in charge of what. And we basically decided, yeah, working together isn't worth it because we both value our relationship. And we both value the harmony in our relationship. So for many years, keeping a strong relationship and valuing the harmony was more important than him coming and helping me in the business. Now, one of the things that has changed since that time when we were discussing this about three years ago is I hired my 14-year-old son, who's been doing a lot of the busy work stuff, because at the beginning... I didn't necessarily need a business partner. I just needed somebody who could do a lot of the tedious work. So I have my fiction assistant who helps with some of the publishing and things like that. But I was getting to where I needed someone to help with ads. I needed someone to help with things at Successful Writer. And so a few years ago, Scott and I were thinking that he would just take over that. But basically, it would mean that... He would be kind of doing a lot of grunt work and that wasn't fulfilling for him and it wasn't fulfilling for me and it was stressful for me to try to teach him. And that's why we we tested it out for a tiny bit, but never got too far into it. Now, having my teenager work for me for a lot of the upkeep stuff, he's the one who's going to take this audio file and put it up onto platforms that you can listen to. He does some of my proofing. He makes the graphics for my courses. I needed help with those things, but it did not need to come from my husband. My husband's better at managing teams. And a few years ago, I didn't need help managing a team. I just needed kind of like an intern. (laughs) And with my husband's work experience and set of skills and desire to be doing work that was challenging to him, just kind of on a business and intellectual standpoint, doing my grunt work was not going to be fulfilling for him. And it even caused a little bit of rift because I might have assigned him in Asana, which is what we are still using. Um, But at that point, years ago, I might have assigned him like, okay, make these Amazon ads, turn off these Amazon ads. And then he'd see me like pacing the house, listening to audiobooks. And he'd be like, well, couldn't you have been 
doing this too. And at that point, he was trying to do the grunt work in addition to doing a full-time job. So for all of those reasons, that's why it did not work out back then. And as many people like to think of bringing their spouse home to help them work on the business, it really isn't always the best. You need to ask yourself, would my spouse enjoy doing the work that I want them to do? Is my spouse competent in doing this work? Is it going to cause friction in our relationship or are we going to be able to kind of turn off work when we need to? Those are the kinds of questions that we looked into and answered last time and decided, okay, this is not going to be the best option for us. Now what's happening is things are growing pretty fast in terms of successful writer and also the publishing company that I run, as well as my nonfiction podcast and things that I create for Christian women. So we have the Praying Christian Women podcast and some offshoot books and things like that. All of those things are growing quite a bit. And that means that I do have a bigger team, especially for my publishing company, Sweet Promise Press. There's a team now, there's authors uh, and staff. And like I said, my husband's biggest skill set is in team managing. And that's one of the areas that I find the hardest and the most draining. And he also is planning on coming to help me with some networking and growth in those kinds of ways. He's pretty familiar with certain social media platforms that I'm not. And so we're going to be looking into Instagram, Twitch, maybe TikTok, maybe I'll keep you posted on those for sure. But basically now the job description matches his skill set and interests a whole lot more. The business is to the point where I really need the help. And so he was going to start August 1st, or sorry, April 1st. He was going to just give notice at the office job he's been working. When he went to do that, they asked him to stay on part-time for at least a little bit. And so we're hoping that that's just kind of going to give us a nice cushion because obviously the other question when you're considering quitting a nine-to-five or enabling your spouse to quit their nine-to-five, there are absolutely different financial questions that you need to ask. I don't think that if we were to have waited until we both felt 100% financially ready, it probably would have never happened, right? Like similar to if you wait to have (laughs) your first kid until you feel like you're 100% ready, you're never going to have that kid. So we're, we're jumping in a little bit before we felt ready. And we also are thankful for this nice little safety cushion of his work, having asked him to work part-time there. So there's always a net to fall back on should we decide that it's not working out. The other thing I'm curious to see, my husband's really, really social and has some good friendships at his work. And so it'll be interesting to see just kind of what happens there. So for anybody who is considering maybe one day bringing their spouse home to work on the business, my takeaways for you would be don't assume that just because they are married to you that they're going to be good at the jobs that you don't like to do, right? Just like when my husband was a full-time pastor, I didn't like people assuming that just because I was married to the pastor, that meant that I loved being in the nursery or I loved planning the church potlucks or things like that. Find a job that is going to match their 
skill set. And another takeaway for us is you're never going to feel 100% financially ready. But we also, like I know that if I feel too financially stressed out, that I'm just going to shut down creatively, which is why we've decided to look at this as a three-month, not quite experiment, but a a three-month commitment, and then we'll reevaluate. And our options are to continue exactly as we are, or to have Scott go back to his office job, or to have Scott quit the part-time office job and work exclusively on the business. And so for me, making the commitment to a three-month kind of experiment financially was a lot easier than saying, okay, now I am going to be responsible for this amount of money for the rest of my career. So those are some of the financial safety nets that we've put in place. And I guess the last takeaway for anybody considering bringing their spouse home is to just keep in mind that relationships should come first. As much as you love your partner, it might make more sense for them to have their sphere and for you to have your sphere and to enjoy each other's company when you're not doing the active work things. So those are the things that we're considering and I will keep you posted as to how our setup is going. We've had an exciting few weeks just getting ready for this transition. One of the big things that Scott is also going to be doing, which is going to take a huge mental load off for me, is a lot more of the kid um, chauffeuring, which has become a pretty big drain. I'm the kind of personality where if I know that I have something coming up at 11 and it's only 9 in the morning, I don't feel like I have a chunk of time to work with because knowing that I'm going to be interrupted at 11 keeps me from feeling totally free to dive into the deep work. For Scott, that's less of an issue. He's a little bit more uh, spur at the moment. He likes leaving the house because he is social. Like if I need to run to the store to pick something up, it's a big drain. And I hope I don't run into somebody I know. If he runs to the store to pick something up, he will absolutely run into someone he knows. He'll have a nice 10 or 15 minute conversation with them. And he'll return home like feeling more relaxed and rested. So I'm really thankful to have him even for some of the just kind of family logistics that we're doing. And like I said, I will keep you posted in this new chapter of our lives. And I hope that wherever you're at, that you are staying safe and well, and we will talk to you soon.